Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour podcast with Corky and B-Rush, the show. Well, we've changed things. We've compressed three hours of content into two hours, Monday through Friday, from 7 to 9 a.m. However, we're not skimping on the conversations. No, the very thing that made this podcast so popular is the thing that we're continuing. So, for the next 15 minutes or so, enjoy the latest podcast on the Rush Hour Morning Show with Corky and B-Rush. Ladies and gentlemen, I want winners. I want people that want to win. Go ahead. What's up, man? From Belmont, North Carolina, at a combined weight of 526 pounds. You play to win the game. Your tag team champions of the world, Brian Rushing. But they are who we thought they were. Corky Franks. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. The Rush Hour Morning Show. It's, it's unbelievable. You know, that's why sometimes I call you guys commies. That's why. And we welcome you back to the Rush Hour Morning Show on AM 1450, 101.1 FM, WGNC, Gastonia, Charlotte, WGNCRadio.com. For those of you that are streaming the show, and I would imagine we've got quite a few folks that are streaming the show this morning as we went from the introduction from the second most influential voice in all of Football City, USA, to the most influential voice in Football City, USA. That'd be Paige Wadford, the head football coach at Northwestern High School. Coach, welcome back to the Rush Hour Morning Show. How are you? Uh, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for the, the, the very nice introduction. I don't know if I'm even in the top 10 of influential voices in Rock Hill football, I'll tell you that. But, well, but thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, you got it, Coach. Now, you've, you've, you've piqued my interest. You really have. Um, I heard a story about the cantilever kids, and I'm, I'm going to oh. give you the floor, by all means, dive into what the cantilever kids are all about. Well, let's start back when I was in high school. I wanted to be a, a coach. My father coached. My grandfather coached. Um, I knew I wanted to coach. So, I, I, And what, what do you do when you want to coach? Well, you want to take something in college that's going to help you coach. So I thought about physical education. And so my mom was a teacher, and she said, well, Winthrop has a very good physical education program. So I said, well, let's see if I can do that. I, I was a, a very average baseball player in high school, and uh, they didn't cover Winthrop University very well down in Charleston. So I was like, well, heck, I got a chance to play there. I hadn't even heard of them. You know, I, I guess they're all right. Well, I got here and uh, struggled to, to be on the team. I got a hat. They gave me a hat, and uh, I got to buy my own glove. And uh, I was on the team for three years and, and really enjoyed that. But uh, as a physical education major, we had to take dance. And uh, it was not, not, not a – not a fun, not a fun class. I think it was 10 a.m., like nine or nine or 10 a.m. on Wednesday and Friday morning. So those Friday mornings were rough. But uh, I got in there, and Dr. Lunt was the teacher, and she did a great job with us with a bunch of baseball players and athletes and wannabe athletes that uh, that really didn't want to be there uh, that early in the morning and not doing the miserloo um, at all. But anyway, uh, she she made it fun, and we had to pair up. We had to pair up one. One one week and, and create our own dance and we were doing cantilever exercises which is like 
uh, I, it's hard to describe like weight, like weight bearing exercises where one person bears the weight, but it doesn't look like they are and uh, stuff like that. So uh, I got paired up with a young man named Kerry Galbraith, who was a, uh, an outstanding track star out of Georgia uh, hurdler. And he was on the, he was on the track team there at Winthrop and uh, we got along pretty good. And he, uh, he, he decided that we were, <laughs> he named us the cantilever kids. So uh, we got to do our thing. I think we got an A on that presentation and, and the legend was born, and, and from then on, you know, it uh, it just took off from there, and our careers both just skyrocketed. You know, in the dance world, uh, we're known. Uh, you know, I think Italy and France were probably our biggest biggest countries that we traveled to, but um, you know, we, we we had a great time, and and have been friends ever since. Well, that that's that's a fantastic story, and uh, we we cannot wait. It is fantastic. You're right. It is fantastic. That is fantastic. Brian, I just got a text from uh, Coach G. He said, these two guys were legends of Winthrop Dance Academy. That's what he said. Okay. Uh, is that right, Coach? We? Legends? Were we? That's what Coach G said. Uh, I, think le- I think legends, I is there anything bigger than a legend? I, I, you know, yeah, his ego. Is iconic? <laughs> iconic? I don't know. Well, you know. Um, definitely in our own minds. Definitely in our own minds. You know, the place has never been the same. I think they tore the building down when we left. <laughs> I think they said, "Hey, well, nobody you, else." From what I hear, your dancing burned the building down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about right too. I, I would, I would agree with that as well. I think that we really just uh, we we set it on fire there. There was there was there wasn't much going on in Rock Hill before that, and then afterwards they've been trying to uh, rekindle that 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 magic ever since, and they've failed miserably. So, well, I mean, before um, it was Gene you know, Kelly and Fred Astaire, and 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 now it's it's Galbraith and Wofford. I mean, let's let's be honest; those, those guys, are the two those names. guys. Ke- Kelly and Astaire, come on, those guys, those hacks, those hacks. They, they laid, they laid, the, they, they, they laid the ground, the groundwork. They, I'll give, I'll give them credit. They laid a little foundation. Yes, they, but, uh, they left you know, the door when, ajar. When you, get, when you get two absolute, absolute legends together, like Carrie and, uh, you know, uh, you know myself, then, then think, good things are going to happen. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Good things are going to happen, and they've been happening ever since. You know, Carrie's a. Uh, radio, you know, tearing it up on the airwaves across the country, and I'm, uh, you know, I've been able to to get a few first downs over here at Northwestern, so it's it's been a lot of fun. Well, let's let's dive into some of those first downs a little bit, Coach. We we haven't had you on since we had you on earlier in the year before the Keep Pounding Classic, and the game itself mm-hmm. didn't go your way, even though I'm sure it was a phenomenal experience for the program, for the kids, all of that. You guys have seemingly rebounded quite nicely. Coach, I'm going to throw out some numbers for you here. In the last three games that you have won since that Keep Pounding Classic, you have outscored your opponents, Coach, 167-36. to You went on the road to Gaffney to the reservation and beat the Indians by 25. Coach, it looks like you've gotten over and your kids have gotten over that Providence Day loss quite well. Yeah, we, we bounced back. You know, we have a saying here, uh, so what, now what? And uh, after that loss, we, we spoke about it. You know, so what, now what? What are we, we going to do? You know, are we going to, uh, are we going to, you know, crawl in a little hole and cower down and just take, you know, just take it? Or are we going to bounce back? And, you know, our kids, which, which was fully expected, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I knew the answer before I asked. It was a rhetorical question to that team, but we, uh, you know, we bounced back. We had another good week of practice that next week and got some things rolling. And, um, you know, we played three really good teams in Nation Ford, Clover, and Gaffney, and we were able to win. And 
Um, you know, the scores are probably not indicative of, of how, you know, uh, the difficulty it was for us to put ourselves in that pos position. You know, no win is easy. Um, winning games is hard. Winning games at our level is hard. And if we can do it, we're going to celebrate it and, and do the best we can. And, um, you know, I, I, I guess we've done okay since then. You know, that game was a great experience for the kids. We'll never, you know, we'll, I'll never coach in, in front of that many people. Uh, the kid, most of my kids will never play in front of that many people. Uh, so it was a wonderful experience. The Panthers did a great job. Uh, Riley Fields, you know, Lisa Luca, yes. those people with the Panthers and their their organization always do a great job. And and you know, all the way up to the Teppers, you know, the Teppers and and um and Christy Coleman, the president of the, of the organization, you know, they were always involved and always around. And you know, you felt, you know, you felt excellence. You know, when you were there, you felt, you know, like you were in the presence of something great. So, uh, you know, we were really appreciative of that and really appreciative of the things they were able to do for us and our kids. Coach Paige Wofford here with us on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Coach, obviously, and, and this is something that we've actually talked about in the first hour before getting you on the show. It's quite clear that in the last three weeks, you guys have been executing at a high level. But I, would, I did want to ask you this question. Without going too deep into how the chicken salad is made and all that kind of stuff, is, is this club, is this program at Northwestern, are you guys running on maybe 75, 80% of the playbook, or, or, or how do you parcel that out during the course of a season? Are you holding anything back for later in the year? Is there something to where you're working off of a basic setup right now and you're going to expand? What, what does that look like for you and your coaching staff at this juncture in the season? That's a great question, and you know, I, I can speak you know, for the program here well, I should be able to speak since I'm the head coach, but, uh, um, you know, we put a lot in in the beginning. We, we kind of throw things against the wall, see what sticks, you know, then we pick it up and throw it again and see what else sticks. And then, you know, by that by that first or second week, we have in, you know, 90% of what we what we can do or what we think we can do. Okay. And unless something catastrophic happens in those first few weeks or, the you know, unless there's something just just bad wrong going on, we do what we do. And uh, we've tried to play to our standard of performance. And fortunately, our standard is pretty high, and we've been able to kind of almost reach that standard for the last three, three or four weeks. And you know, honestly, we we didn't play very well in that first game. I'm not taking anything away from Providence State; that's a great program. But we had some pieces of the puzzle that weren't really set yet. And but after that, you know, a team you play a team like that, and they're going to show you where weaknesses are. And we were able to solidify those weaknesses and really move some people around and get some people in the right places. And uh, that, that's really kind of springboarded us to those next three, these last three weeks. But, uh, you know, I, I'd say we're playing, we're trying to get to our standard performance. No game is perfect. You know, you can ask our players, they probably tell you that I'm, you know, why is he so mad after a loss? Why is he so despondent after a loss? Or excuse me, after a win, you know, after a win, I'm probably uh, harder on him than, or, or more, more demanding than after, you know, we, we, we end up losing the game. But, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't believe in being, uh, you know, complacent. I don't like people that are that lose their accountability. You know, we're we're not trying to to do that sort of thing. And so, uh, you know, it's always the next step. It's always it goes back to so what now what that 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 phrase encapsulates encapsulates so many things. You know, uh, if if you're playing well, well, so what now what you got to keep playing well. If you're playing poorly, well, so what now what you know you got to start playing better. So, uh, you know, I'd like to think that that we're not playing to our best right now. That there's even more you know better that the best is yet to come type phrase, but. Um, you know, we, we are playing pretty good and we've got to keep that going and, and just keep playing to our standard of performance. I hope that answered your question. I know. I no, no, it, it does. And so I'm going to follow up with this question then. Coach, at this point then, 
where, how would you grade your guys out? I mean, if, if it's not quite optimal efficiency, optimal execution, it's got to be better than a C, right? I mean, or where, would, where would you put your club as it relates to how they're performing on the field at this point? I'd probably a, a strong B. Okay. A strong B. Okay. Maybe in the, uh, you know, back in the old scale, the seven-point scale, a, a strong 80, uh, 86. You know, not quite an A, you know, but but 80, maybe an 87, you know, a strong B. So, uh, not not bad, but not not as good as we could be. And, and you know, we've got some, we've been making mistakes and some things that we need to, compl- to fix, and so we're going to fix those things. Well, obviously – um, tonight is a very important night in Football City, USA, as it's Northwestern taking on the Rock Hill Bearcats. Coach, for some of the folks that have been generational residents of Rock Hill, South Carolina, that understand the depth and magnitude of this rivalry, why is this rivalry so special there? And what is District 3 Stadium going to be like tonight at 730? Well, it started, you know, long before I got here, of course, um, you know, back with uh, you really got to give credit to uh, Coach Jim Ringer and Coach Jimmy Wallace, who, you know, when they got to be head coaches here in Rock Hill, it was uh, very, very, you know, they really brought the programs up to, to prominence in the state and in the, and in the nation, you know, to be honest with you, those two and, and the way they did things and the way they handled things and being so far ahead of the curve as far as football programs go you know, in the eighties and into the nineties, you know, they, they, uh, you know, and into the two thousands, you know, they, they, uh, they really were, you know, uh, Vanguard on the Vanguard there on the, on the front lines of everything that, that needed to be done to create successful football programs. So those games were, you know, you hear stories and you, you hear, you know, the, and, and they're true. You know, I've, I've seen some of the films from back when district three was fully packed and people were on the Hills and people were around the fence and, and it was, you know, the, the schools were separated by seven miles. And there's just a, there was a rare, there's a railroad track going through Rock Hill that's kind of split the town. You know, and if you're on one side, you were going to Rock Hill. If you're on one side, you're going to Northwestern. And, and just the, the, the players that they produced and the teams they produced and the, and the games that they had and, and to be able to, sh- and even sharing a stadium, you know, that goes into it as well. You know, when you're sharing a stadium and you're playing there, uh, you know, you want it, you want it to feel like it's your stadium. And, uh, you know, you want to take ownership of that stadium. So, uh, it, 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 it was a big deal before I got here. It's a big deal now. You know, when I got here, I was, uh, you know, inundated with, with the importance of the game, you know, with just the, 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 the magnitude of the game, no matter the, no matter where each team is in their respective seasons or how well their seasons are going, you know, that game's going to be very important. And it's going to be, and it's important tonight. And it's important for us, not only because it's Rock Hill, but just because it's the next game. And, uh, you know, we're practicing not just to beat Rock Hill, but practicing to, you know, to win, games after Rock Hill. So it's not a week to week thing for us. It's a season long, um, season long episode for us. You know, we don't, we don't judge our seasons on games. You know, we, we see, we judge our seasons on championships. So we're, we've got a a long way to go, but this game is, is the next step. And and it's a big step. Uh, Coach Kippen has those guys playing very well. You know, they have a Shrine Bowl quarterback, Matthew Wilson. He's a four year starter. So, uh, you know, I've only been coaching at Northwestern as a head coach one year longer than he's been the starting quarterback at at Rock Hill High School. So he's seen a bunch and he's seen his team through some ups and downs and he makes some really good plays and he is very hard to to pin down. And, you know, he'll run around and then he'll throw it up to the great receivers they have and, and, you know, they'll make plays. So um, defensively, they're doing some things that we have to account for and 
it, it ought to be a really exciting game, and it ought to be the focal point of, of the game tonight. You know, the, of the Rock Hill tonight, you know, South Point's not playing. So I'm sure there'll be some fans there from South Point who just want to see good football and, and hopefully we'll be able to produce that for them. Well, that's certainly what they will see at District 3 Stadium tonight. 7.30 is the kickoff. It's the final non-region matchup of the regular season for Northwestern and Coach Paige Wofford. Now, Coach, I've got one final question to ask you before we get to our commercial break, and we've got, a, we've got about two minutes with you, okay? I threw this out, gotcha. speculating with Kerry Galbraith about – his musical preferences. So I'm going to I'm going to ask you about one because I was traveling through Rock Hill yesterday and took some time to kind of uh, get myself acclimated to the musical culture of Rock Hill, South Carolina. So I'm going to ask you coach, coach Paige Wofford. Obviously, one of the standards in Rock Hill is 107.1 the country station. But one station that I found yesterday that I was not aware of is 94.3 all 90s oh, yeah. all the time. Okay. Oh, yeah. I heard 90s. that. Let, let's go. So, we only got two minutes. We only got two minutes. I'm going to ask you, Coach, and you've got the floor. Are you a 107.1 guy or are you a 94.3 guy? No, I, I'm, I've got to go 94.3 all day long. I mean, come on. We're talking about the 90s here. Yep. And that station and, and, and you know, that, 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 that whole group, the WRHI, does a wonderful job. Yes, they and do. WRHI is kind of the parent company for all of the, for both of those stations, I believe. And, you know, um, Miss, Mr. Miller and Chris Miller, his son, you know, when I, when I came back to Rock Hill and that station was on, I called Chris and said, Chris, man, this is a great station. And he, you know, he downplayed it. Of course, so man, all nineties all the time. Are you kidding me? How can you not listen to that? Now, if there's a commercial, I'll go to one of 7.1. I'll, I'll listen to country. Now I like, I like country as well. I've got a, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, varied taste in music. So, um, but, but definitely 94.3, you know, you, you got to get you some of that. If you haven't listened to that, do yourself a favor, do yourself a favor, get on there and just, and just enjoy that. And, uh, you know, you're not going to find, you're not going to find a bad song on 94.3. I'll put it to you like that. And they play music, which is even better. Well, and, and that's uh, you know, the, some, yes. some stations don't. I, I, so. I was very impressed by all the music that I heard because if it's a 90 station, they're going to have to do boy bands. So you're going to get the Backstreet Boys and you're going to get in sync. And so, <laughs> Coach, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure, I'm sure. If you're like me, if <laughs> you're like Corky, you're probably down with the boy bands. So, it's okay. You can let it out here. This is your opportunity if you're a, if you're a boy oh, band well, kind of guy. Oh, the boy fans are nothing but an extension of the cantilever kids. Let's be honest. Uh, there you go. I mean, if we would have had the production, we got we got screwed. We had a manager that couldn't take us to the top. <laughs> we just couldn't get the production down. You know, we had the moves. We had oh, obviously we had the looks. Obviously we had that, and we had the moves. I mean, you're talking about two good-looking guys who could dance, and that doesn't come along too often. And we had a guy, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same old story, man. It's the same old story, money, fame, you know, it all got in the way. And, uh, you know, you just, you, you do the best you can and you hope you, you make some, put some smiles on people's faces. But in the end, it came down to a manager kind of messed with it and the contracts weren't right. And, and we had to give it up. And so, you know, we paved the way for, for people like Justin Timberlake, you know, without the cantilever kids, I doubt Justin Timberlake is even relevant right now. I doubt it surely we had an influence on him surely we helped him out in his career and uh he he you know he would never admit it he's just not that just you know jt's just not that kind of guy but you know and and i'm not that kind of person i wouldn't expect him to 
Uh, as warranted as it is, I wouldn't expect him to, to, to thank the cantilever kids and Paige Walford and Kerry Galbraith. Uh, he ought to, but, you know, he, he won't. So, you know, for, for 98 degrees, uh, you know, new kids on the block even. You know, the, the, you look at now, you look at uh, the Wahlbergs. You know, you're welcome. Donnie, you're welcome. Mark, you're welcome. Um, so, you know, that, that that's where we are. And, and to be able to listen to 94.3 and hear some of those bands sometimes and just know the influence that we had is 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 great, is a, is a good thing. So I appreciate you bringing that up. Well, you're, Coach, you're very welcome. I, I will say this on your behalf. For that plan to not have gone according to what you would hope for, your backup plan has gone incredibly well because you are certainly doing incredible work at Northwestern High School with that football program. And we thank you for spending some time with us on this Friday morning. We are absolutely calling you back before the end of the regular season because the entertainment value alone is worth the cost of having you on this show. Coach, thank you again for joining us. Yes, sir. Thank you for, for covering high school athletics. I really appreciate it. All right. You got it, Coach. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll somehow try to improve on that last segment. I don't know if it's going to be possible, as that was Radio Gold. We'll be back in just a bit here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Trying to sell your home can be challenging, but that does not mean it has to be hard. With the higher interest rates, you may see fewer showings, fewer offers, and more negotiations. This is where your agent really matters. Being Gaston County's realtor of choice for 37 years and a top agent at Allen Tate Realtors, John R. Bolin can assist you with your real estate needs, whether you're buying or selling your home. If you're seeking great service with one who is known for honesty and integrity, do not hesitate to call John R. Bolin at Allen Tate Realtors. That's 704-214-3088. 704-214-3088. John R. Bolin of Allentate Realtors. Belmont Body Work is here to keep your body moving, offering sports and deep tissue massage to those who are pushing their bodies to the limit, tailored massage to your body needs, and treatment plans designed to help you feel your best. Call 980-477-5424 to schedule your massage with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Keep your body moving with Belmont Body Work. 980-477-5424. Hi folks, this is Brian Rushing of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Have you heard the news? We're moving three hours of hyper-local sports talk and the best conversations to two hours, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the home of news, talk, and sports, AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. I have a question for you. Do you remember this song? How sweet it is to be loved by you. Okay, let's think about this. Why is it that everyone remembers hundreds of songs almost note by note they never set out to memorize? That's the power of a sticky. When you hear a song or maybe a good advertising message for some frequency week after week for about six months, it gets in your long-term memory even when you don't intend it to. You remember because you heard it. That's why radio is a sticky advertising medium. You can't hear a newspaper billboard or Facebook ad. Okay, TV has the power of sound too, but advertising on TV week after week can be very expensive. With radio, 
you could afford to get sticky. Then someone in the market of what you have to sell, hopefully they will remember you if you want them to. Take advantage of radio, the power of sound. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in North Carolina needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. So glad that you could join us. You know what that song means. Paige Wofford on just a moment ago. That's, that's going to go in the archives. That's one of the all-time great, fun conversations that we had. And it's going to give us a little bit of fodder to use when we see G around town. Uh, the cantilever kids. Oh, he's been texting me the whole conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He so wanted to be here. Why Why didn't he? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like he don't run that school. Probably had adult duties. Okay. G? Well, let me tell you else who does the adulting thing incredibly well. Jason Crisp and all the good people at Rebels Contracting Services. They have specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. That was pre-Hugo. They've been that good for that long. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting now, they're hiring. They're looking for site superintendents, electricians, drywall, ceiling installers, medical imaging install technicians, they're looking for people who are as iconic as the cantilever kids. How about that? They offer competitive pay, vacation, and holiday pay, 401k, and insurance. If you'd like to join the Rebels Contracting team, you can check them out online at www.rebelscontracting.com, or you can just call them, talk to Jason Crisp, 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Rebels Contracting Services, a proud partner of the Rush Hour Morning Show. The number again, 704-864-2000. Who would have known? That was fun. Who would have known that Coach G was partly responsible for creating Justin Timberlake? JT, as Coach Walford referred to him. Yeah. Well, they, uh, apparently they're tight. Well, I mean, I mean, he talked. He, he talked about himself and Kerry going to. Where did he say they went to France, Italy? Well, they were they were big in France and Italy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We're big in the Philippines. Yeah, you got an email earlier. I got an email in the top. Our podcasting numbers are doing phenomenally well in the Philippines. Yeah. What about that? So. Yeah, we, we've we've got that going for us. What about this cramp that's in my hamstring right, right now? I'm trying to stretch it's, that thing out. See, I thought you were dancing. No, I, no. I, I thought they had influenced you to get up and start dancing. You're you're doing the opposite of dancing. Listen, I, I, I want to tell you something, okay? You may or may not 
know this, and I, I'm not sure, like G has a like. He's a really private person when it comes to things like this. Okay. I'm glad you went the direction that you went because I thought you were going to say something about private dancer, and I'm not interested in hearing about I have, any of them. I have seen those videos as well. That's not that's not good. Uh, actually, I thought they were really good. <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, um, let's move off of it's, that. It's not common knowledge that Coach G and Coach Wofford uh, did a little thing at Disney back when Justin Timberlake and remember when all those people worked? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how they met them. Christina Aguilera. Who else was it? Britney Spears. Britney Spears. I'm pretty sure that they went down and helped them with the dancing or choreography or something. for some, I, he, I don't even know if I should be telling that or not. But he mentioned it. I don't know how many times they were down there, but I know they went. It, I'm, I'm pretty sure they went several times and worked with those uh, the Mouseketeers, I think is what they were called. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Coach Wofford referred to him as JT. Well, I mean, that's the, why he knows him on a first name basis. Well, the circles that they have run. You, you, you should, G's got their phone numbers. He showed it to me. Oh, yeah. I mean, the, the circles that these guys have run in in a previous life, it's it's unreal. I mean, it really is. Are you, are you connected over there? I'm I'm connected. How about how about unconnect? Okay. We, we got time for this. I can unconnect. Well, I I think I know where we're going. I yeah. Better, just hold on a second. We're going to make this disconnect. happen. Yeah, you disconnect. Okay. I'm going to connect. Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> let's see if this works here. You, you, you got me pulled up over there? I Try it and see. Let's. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Hey, G. What's up? Uh, you're. By the way, I, I should have prefaced. Um, you're live. Don't cuss. Don't cuss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. <laughs> What's happening? That was a that was an interesting interview you guys had. Did, uh, listen, did did you hear what I just said about you? Uh, uh, something about me in the Philippines and no, Ju Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. about about you and he Coach. Heard it. Okay, listen, you told you told me something one time, and you showed me the numbers in your phone. Uh, I don't know if they were made up or not. Coach Wofford just talked. He just referred to Justin Timberlake as JT. I, I told Brian. <laughs> I told Brian. I wasn't sure if he was aware, and I didn't even know if it was proper for me to tell your information. Am I mistaken? Didn't you and Coach Walford go down to Disney and work with Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera, Justin Timberlake, and help them with choreography or something for the Mouseketeers, or am I wrong? It's not something I like to talk about, Corky, but since you brought it up, you know, we uh, we kind of <laughs> kind of try to leave that part of my life private, but, you know, since we're, since we're telling stories. Just as you do the private dancer videos that you showed me, which I thought were highly attractive, <laughs> by the way. That's, that's so bad. That's... That's just, just not good. Brian had high hopes for this show today, and they're all just I, I really did. going down the toilet. Well, no, no, yep. no. That's look, be being able. I mean, think about this, and and you know this to be true also. Paige Wofford, yeah. okay, has a very difficult job. Okay, there are incredibly oh God, yeah. high expectations of being a high school football coach in Football City, USA. For this guy Absolutely. to be a handful of hours away from prepping for yeah. the the game of games in that town, for him to be just a few hours away from that, and he's telling stories about his time with the cantilever kids, that's, <laughs> that, is, that is radio gold. 
Yeah. He uh and what you see what you see guys or what you hear on the radio with him is what you get, man. He's been like that since he was nineteen years old when we first met. He's always been a a cut up. I mean he takes his job serious, obviously, and he's he's a he man, he works tirelessly uh at that program and, and and he's a great motivator. Those kids love him. If you if you go on Twitter and see him dancing in the locker room after the after they win, those kids just eat it up with a spoon. But he's also as laid back as you can get. He's he's always in a you know always in a good mood. I mean what you what you hear on the radio is, is what you get, man. He's it's not an act. He's a he's a cut up man. I he's one of the funniest dudes I know. And he's a good looking guy. Yeah, I'll tell him that, Corky. Don't tell him no, that. His he, ego's already. He, he, he knows. It. Listen, he, if, if he you're told, good look, he told us. Trust, yeah, he did tell us on there. <laughs> he told us he looked. He good. told us he's good looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and he, he yeah, said he said he said both of the cantilever kids were good looking guys that could dance. <laughs> it really was a misfortune that they that the contract was not able to be negotiated with all of the principals involved. So. That was a, I, I, all kidding aside, when he was trying to, when he was trying to discuss cantilever to you guys during our graded assignment, it's just me and him in the studio with a camera. And I hope this camera has long been since, since been destroyed. And he's, he's got his hands on my ankles and I've got my hands on his ankles and we just do somersaults across the floor like connected. <laughs> I'm not making this up. It was the most, I could, I mean, we laughed about that thing. I, like we we're getting a grade in this. So that was cantilever. <laughs> that makes sense now. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow. You see what I'm talking about now? Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, G, hey G, as soon as we hung up, Brian and I had this conversation off air. There's going to be yeah. some parents, uh, listening to the show who thought immediately, man, I wish my kid played for a guy like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The dude, he, oh, yeah, absolutely. He's got great person. Listen, he don't take himself serious. It's obvious. It's entertainment. He's just having a good time. And I told Brian, I said, yeah. but I bet you when it's time for football, he's not playing around. Oh, no. He's all business. But, I, you know, those kids. Great they, personality. They, yeah, they really like playing for him. I'm sure he keeps it, runs it. I know he runs a tight ship. But at the same time, I mean, you can, you can be – you know, hard nose at your job and still be approachable and, and fun to be around. And, yeah. and that's what he is. He, you know, you don't have to be a, you know, a Nick Saban type all the time where you're gruff and, you know, just unapproachable. And I, and I don't think he's that at all. He's a, like I said, what you heard on the radio is what you get guys. He's a, he's a hoot. Hey, did you get a chance to listen to the podcast yesterday? <clears throat> no, busy? I didn't. Okay. Um, yeah, I got, you're not gonna believe this. My, my kids have invited me to the Clemson game tomorrow with them, so I'm going to try and hang with a bunch of twenty-somethings out in the parking lot before yeah, we go are. in and watch. The, yeah, you are. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I'm going to pull this off, man. You're gonna, I'm more of a take a nap on the weekend guy. You're going to yeah, you're going to have a blast. If I weren't going to the Wake Forest game, and I had a Saturday free. I would be looking yeah. to try to get to that Florida State Clemson game. Oh, you're going to what? So, but Clemson's getting beat, by the way. 
Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with that. If I if I was a betting man, I'd be. I think the only thing helping Clemson is they got a, it's at home. But but Florida State didn't look great against Boston College the other day. So we, you know, you never know. Well, we, before we get you out of here, we've got to ask yeah. you this question because we asked Paige right. Wofford this question. Are you okay. a 107.1 guy or are you a 94.3 guy? Oh, wow. I'm a, I'm a 101.1 guy. Yeah, baby. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm talking about. That's so shameless. Number one, number one, on, the, number one on the dial, baby, every morning. Especially in the Philippines, yeah. So <laughs> get Brian to send me this email he just got. It's hilarious. Oh, it's amazing. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it, It's amazing. No, I mean, look, I spent some time yesterday down in Rock Hill, 94.3, the all 90 station. Loved it. Yeah. Paige Wofford is all about it. I figured that was an easy layup for Kerry Galbraith, loving the 94.3 when he's going around Rock Hill. That's just it. I'm, I live in Rock Hill, but I'm always going around Belmont and, and the surrounding Gaston County areas. So I got a meeting at the uh, at the district office today, so I'll be more in Gastonia than I will be in Rock Hill today. Well, then you can have it turned on to 101.1 <laughs> FM and listen to the likes of Glenn Beck at 9, Clay and Buck at 12 noon, and Sean Hannity at 3. Gee, thanks what for spending some time. What a segue. What a segue. Tell me about it. Thanks for spending some time with us this Friday morning. We'll catch up here with you real soon and uh, catch up on all the things related to middle school football in the coming weeks. Great, great interview today, guys, with Coach Wofford. He's awesome. And uh, Holbrook and Belmont played Tuesday at Stuart Kramer, 6 o'clock. Not on Wednesdays. At Stuart Kramer, 6 o'clock Tuesday. Going to be an afternoon game. Uh, be there. If you can come, it's going to be a good day of football. So they're moving it to Stuart Kramer Tuesday at yep. 6 o'clock. You got it. You heard it here first. That's all I need to know. We'll we'll start banging the drum for it. Thanks, G. See you guys. See ya. Price, appreciate it. Bye. All right. We'll come back in just a moment and we'll knock out our pick six for this week as we continue on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We'll be right back. Attention Gastonia homeowners, it's time for a fresh start. Are you tired of getting lost on a sea of products? Do you long for expert advice and personalized service? It's time to break up with your big box store and upgrade to home outlet. Now open at 1495 East Franklin Boulevard. Say goodbye to limited choices at high prices. Say hello to the largest selection of in-stock kitchens, baths, floors, and more, all at a guaranteed low price. Visit store manager Chris and his experienced team at your 100% employee-owned home outlet today or shop online at homeoutlet.com. Where can you find hyperlocal sports talk in Gaston County? Where can you find the best conversation with the movers and shakers of local sports talk? That's right. You find it right here on the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on the home of News Talk and Sports. WGNC AM 1450 and 101.1 FM, Gastonia, Charlotte, and streaming online, WGNCRadio.com. It's the Rush Hour Morning Show every Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. Rebels Contracting Services has specialized in the healthcare imaging industry since 1986. Located in Gastonia, Rebels Contracting is now hiring. Rebels offers competitive pay, vacation and holiday pay, 401k and insurance. 
If you'd like to join the Rebels contracting team, check us out online at rebelscontracting.com or call 704-864-2000. That's 704-864-2000. Since the beginning of 2023, the Rush Hour Morning Show has become your go-to for hyper-local sports talk. Whether you listen for scores and analysis, compelling conversations, or that bit of fun in the morning, the Rush Hour Morning Show has grown a sizable audience in Gaston County and surrounding areas. Our podcast numbers reflect a robust listenership. This listenership is made up of people searching for your products and services. We would love to tell your company's story. Email us at rushhourwgnc at gmail.com or call 704-689-3820 to find out how your business can tell its story affordably on our Rush Hour Morning Show. That number again, 704-689-3820 or email us rushhourwgnc at gmail.com. The Rush Hour Morning Show, your source for hyper-local sports talk and hyper-local advertising. All right, folks, let's get started. Parents, thanks for coming. As many of you know, I'm Coach Mather. Tonight I want to talk about the season, of which I only have one expectation, that everybody gets stronger. When I say get stronger, I'm not referring solely to physical strength. Sure, we'll be in the weight room, we'll be running stairs, but we're also going to focus on developing mental toughness and grit because those are the characteristics that allow us to achieve greatness both on and off the court. So how do we develop those things? By getting comfortable with a challenge, by cultivating the confidence necessary to overcome adversity in all forms. That's why I coach. That's my purpose. Every member of this team can lean on me and I'll teach them how they can lean on themselves and each other. This message presented by the NCHSAA and the North Carolina Athletic Directors Association. All right, back here on the Rush Hour Morning Show, final segment of the week as we've uh, got to dive into this pick six. So let's go ahead and get right after it. Of course, a game in our pick six is going to be on the airwaves tonight of 101.1 FM, AM 1450, WGNC. That is going to be South Point traveling to Hunter Huss, 7.30 kickoff. If I'm understanding, Corky, 7 o'clock will be the pregame show for tonight's matchup. Yeah, we, we usually go live, you know, 7, 7.05, something like that, based on how long the conversation with uh, Coach Hodge is. Um, so I'm not even sure how long it was this week. We'll, we'll be on sometime around 7. How about that? So whenever Scott brings us on. If you want to make sure you're tuning in at 7, that'll guarantee that you get to hear the conversation that we had with Coach Adam Hodge during the pregame show tonight ahead of the Hunter Husk game. So let's go ahead and dive into the picks. Let me give you the, the standings as they are at the moment. Austin Robinson, 25-10. and 10. Brandon, 27-8. and 8. Joe Hughes, 28 and 7. Richard Walker, 29 and 6. Yours truly, and Corky Franks, 30 and 5 on the year. So let's dive into these picks. I'm going to go ahead and knock out Austin's first. Austin, there's a couple of these games for Austin that I highlighted. So, for instance, the first game, Ashbrook at Forest View. Austin Robinson 
is going with the Ashbrook Green Wave. Okay. Uh-oh. All right. So already shots. Uh-oh. Already shots fired. Okay. South Point Huss, he's got South Point, obviously. Kings Mountain, North Gaston, he's got Kings Mountain winning. Florida State at Clemson, he's got Florida State. Okay. North Carolina at Pittsburgh, he gets, he just can't bring himself to it. He's got Pittsburgh winning that game. And then he's got Seattle beating Carolina. He actually went with Seattle beating Carolina <clears throat> this particular week. And then, of course, he's got his – his gimme, his point after touchdown, his freebie, whatever you want to call it, Crest beating Kramer. Yep. Which I think I think these guys are starting to get the feel for how to do this. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we know he's <clears throat> we know he's got one in his pocket. Okay. So did we who who's the tiebreaker this week? Well, the tiebreaker, that's a great question. We haven't done one. Okay. We should probably do one. Yeah. I was sitting there looking at my stuff. What do you think? Um, do hmm. Mm. See, this is this is one to where I want to go to the college game this week. Yeah, let, let let's do Florida State Clemson. Okay, done. We'll uh, we'll get Austin's potential tiebreaker here a little bit later on. Um, we'll make that happen. Okay, that way we can think about what we're going to go with. Yeah. All right, Brandon. Brandon went Forest View, South Point, Kings Mountain, North Carolina, Florida State, Panthers, East Lincoln over Statesville. Okay, that's what Brandon Strupp has. Okay. Joe Hughes, Forest View, South Point, Kings Mountain, North Carolina, Florida State, Seattle, Bessemer City beating Highland Tech. Okay. Okay. Richard Walker, Forest View. South Point, Kings Mountain, Clemson, North Carolina, Seattle, East Gaston over Cherryville. Okay. okay. So that's what the four <clears throat> panelists have. Now it's time for you and I. So I'll ask you as we go. Forest View, Ashbrook, who you got? Coach Medlin's going to get his 100th win at home tonight, Forest View. Joe, Joe Alala Stadium, yep. Forest View is Corky's pick. South Point Huss. South Point. Okay. That sounds pretty solid. Kings Mountain at home to North Gaston tonight. Haven't made up my mind yet. How about that? Get Coach Rothwell on the phone. Too late to get him on the phone? <laughs> Probably too late. Coach, get on the phone. Coach, listening. North Carolina at Pittsburgh. Carolina. Okay. Florida State at Clemson. Florida State. Seattle. Okay. Pick six. Crest. Crest. Okay. Over Stuart Kramer. You know how bad I want to pick North Gaston. (laughs) I'm telling you, I want to pick them bad. I really want to pick them bad. Okay. Really. Well, here's, here's what I have. Forest View. Tonight, over Ashbrook, yeah. South Point, Kings Mountain. I've got Kings Mountain. The fact of the matter is, North Gaston's done some phenomenal work. They have made tremendous strides. They're not quite ready for this level of prime time just yet. Okay? 
JT Lattimore. Is there a boo button over there? there I'm, I'm sure there is. Uh, let's boo. See. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> oh, man. They're not quite ready for prime time. Not quite. Okay. Not quite. Okay. And straight Heron, after that conversation yesterday, is going to make absolutely sure that North Gaston ain't eating on his dime tonight. Okay? So, there you go. Kings Mountain wins tonight. I've got North Carolina beating Pittsburgh. I've got Seattle over the Carolina Panthers. I've got Florida State over Clemson and what's going to be an incredibly entertaining game in my mind. And I'm thinking we're probably going to see two teams in the 30s tonight. Okay? So my, my tiebreaker, 62. <clears throat> 62. All right. That's what I've got. We'll get, we'll get the tiebreaker points for the guys later on today. All right. <clears throat> Do you have a tiebreaker number yet? 66. 66. Okay. All right. We're waiting on you. You know how bad I want to do it. I know you do. Bad. I know you do. I, I, you said they're not quite ready for prime time. Okay. They're probably not. They're probably not. But what if Coach Heron walked into the locker room yesterday afternoon? He talked about how the kids couldn't handle pressure and things like that, and he did work on it. What if they didn't handle what he had to say yesterday? What if the walkthrough sucked? What if somebody got up? You know what I'm saying? What if the plan backfired? What if the plan backfired and Coach Rothwell's guys had a great walkthrough? They show up tonight in Kings Mountain, get the opening kickoff, line them guys up foot to foot, drive it down the middle of the field, score a touchdown, and they're up 6 nothing. kick the extra point. They're up 7 to nothing. How are those guys going to respond at Kings Mountain? It's a great question. I'm just saying, that's a very, very, you could see that scenario playing out early. Well. Early. I, I could see that playing out early. North, I'm going to tell you how they're going to respond. Oh, it breaks my heart, Brian. <laughs> I could cry. North Gaston's going to, they had a great walkthrough. Yeah. And they are going to acquit themselves nicely this evening. But there was too much slippage in the secondary against a Forestry club that, let's be honest, Corky, if Forest View catches the passes that they dropped on Friday night, that game has a very different result to it. Now, some of that pressure was brought on by North Gaston. There's no doubt about it. Forest View had an opportunity, several opportunities, to win that game Friday night. It's why I'm picking them to beat Ashbrook tonight because as good as Ashbrook can be <clears throat> between the tackles, Forest View is so much better on the outside. And they're going to clean up the ball handling issues. So if they catch passes against this Ashbrook secondary, they're going to score some points. That's why I've got them beating Ashbrook. The same thing applies here. You've got a Kings Mountain Club that talks about they want to play on the outside. They want to utilize their speed on both sides of the football. That's just simply top to bottom, not North Gaston's game. They do want to play in a phone booth. They do want to close this thing up. They do want to shorten the game. I don't know that Kings Mountain gives them that opportunity tonight. This is a club that's made tremendous strides. This game is not going to be indicative of what we're going to see out of North Gaston this season. The reality is I still have Kings Mountain winning. Here's what I see. I see that Coach could have them guys fired up, 
ready to go. They get to open and kick off. Maybe they do go down the field and score and have a little bit of hope and move forward because at the end of the day, I like the guy. I like what he stands for. I like how he, I like how he, he comes across. I like how he presents himself. I appreciate his passion for his kids. I appreciate his passion for turning the program around, and he's going to turn the program around. He's just not going to do it tonight. I'm going to go ahead and pick Kings Mountain. I'm going to be wise about it. That's the right pick for tonight. However, do not be surprised if North Gaston ends up going 6-4, six 6-4, and four, six and, four, and makes the playoffs. Don't be surprised. I, it's just they're just not going to do it tonight. I can see that happening. Yeah, they're just I, not going to do it tonight. That is that is a very real possibility. Coach Heron is a leader. He's a five-time state champion. He knows how to win. If those kids would chill out and listen to him and, and, to, and listen to the coaching staff and take it one play at a time, one play at a time, th- those guys will get right back on. We say not that they're off track, they're four and oh, but they will get they will get closer to being where he wants them to be tonight. Hopefully they will. And if we're wrong. No shame in my game. If we're wrong. Yeah. We will own it. And we will more than give Dan Rothwell his flowers. Yep. To the point. And if anybody's listening, Crystal Hauser, principal of North Gaston High School, if you are listening and the Wildcats prove us wrong, we will gladly Uh-oh. come to your campus Uh-oh. on Wednesday morning. Uh-oh. And we will have Dan Rothwell on our show for the entire two hours. If he can do it, <laughs> we'll have him on live. Oh, man. We will, we'll pack up the gear and we'll go to North Gaston and we will sit in the office and, and we'll let all of the kids come by and laugh at us for being wrong about this. Uh, and, and, and I would love nothing more than to do that. Really. I think that would be great. There you go. Not going to happen. <laughs> but I, but I, I believe in the guy. But, but if we're wrong, if we're wrong, we'll do Hold it. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. What, what we got? What we got? Go ahead, big boy. Pick North Gaston. Where'd that come from? Don't make me do it. <laughs> don't make me do it, Brian. Oh, don't make me do it. Are you? Oh, <laughs> oh don't make me do it. Oh, I want to pick him so bad. Oh, I want to pick them so bad. Somebody's calling you out, aren't they? Yeah, don't call me out. You know better. Don't call me out. You got about 30 seconds. <laughs> if you're going to change your mind. Oh, I can't do it. I want too bad. I can't do it. If we're wrong. I can't do it. We're making a trip to Dallas. Oh, we'll man. do the show in Dallas if we're wrong. And Dan Rothwell will get all the flowers. If we're wrong, I want to go to North Gaston tonight and apologize to his guys. You talking about after the game? After the game, okay, yeah. Okay, because I'm gonna be like, they're not gonna be there tonight. No, so. I'll be there at midnight waiting on the bus to come back. Okay. Yeah, Lee, I want to pick them bad. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> I was close. I was close. You got that button ready? Which button? My button. That button. You know what? To with it. What? I'm staying with Kings Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you Monday to tell you how it all breaks down. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Have a great weekend. God bless. We'll see you next time on the Rush Hour Morning Show. (laughs) 
We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, folks, we jam three hours of content into two hours every single day, Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. On the Rush Hour Morning Show, WGNC AM 1450, 101.1 FM, streaming online at WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you again for the next Rush Hour Morning Show podcast, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.